0: Are you a business owner worried about the safety of your sensitive data? Look no further than Midwest Data Depot, your local off-site backup storage solution. Contact us today. Call 574-855-8588. Upset Florida State, Notre Dame is number one. And Notre Dame basketball. Number one ranked UCLA Bruins have been upset by the Irish of Notre Dame. <laughs> Keogunpawale wins the national championship for Notre Dame! Plus fighting Irish hockey. They score! Jake Evans scores! Notre Dame,
1: 3.7 seconds away from a spot in the national championship
0: game. The NFL and Major League Baseball. Oh my gracious, how about that? Sports Radio 960 WSBT, WSBTradio.com, the free WSBT radio app. Big time audits. Now, here's your host, seven-time Associated Press Broadcasting Award winner, Darren Pritchett.
1: Well, it has been 11 days since I sat in this chair talking to you. Great to be back. Darren Pritchett with you. Budweiser's Weekday Sports Beat on 9.60 a.m. WSBT, streaming live at WSBTradio.com and the WSBT Radio app. Seven minutes after 5 o'clock on this Tuesday, December the 27th of 2022. It is wonderful to be back with you. Hope you had a terrific Christmas. Happy holidays to one and all. I didn't get to make all the traveling I wanted to over the holidays due to that little winter storm we had rolling through our area. But I'm rested, the voice is a lot better. Check back with me on Monday after calling two Notre Dame hockey games over the weekend. But it's good to have my voice back after it has been leaking oil the last couple of months due to a couple of colds and just wear and tear. But I tried not to talk a whole lot over the last 11 days, although there were a couple of screams of frustration watching my longtime team, the Denver Broncos, get their hats handed to them on Christmas Day, an embarrassing performance at the expense of the L.A. Rams. But there's only so much screaming you can do during a very long season. Well, it's a game week for the Fighting Irish, but... The Gator Bowl between Notre Dame and South Carolina is almost secondary news right now because of the possibilities for Notre Dame at the quarterback position next year. Now, Marcus Freeman announced that Tyler Buckner is starting for Notre Dame at quarterback against South Carolina. Hey, that's good news. But today we got some expected news and... It could end up being really, really good news for the Fighting Irish in 2023. Let's get things started. Budweiser's Weekday Sports Beat from Sports Radio 960, WSBT.
0: The first pitch, and uh, the first pitch of the night. And we are ready for the first pitch. Of- Into the windup, in his first offering. Just a bit outside. He tried the corner and missed.
1: Well, could the Irish hearts be beating a little quicker next year when the Irish have the football on offense? Heart is the key word because Wake Forest quarterback Sam Hartman has officially entered the transfer portal. And according to Pete Thamel of ESPN, the leading contender to gain the services of Sam Hartman, your fighting Irish of Notre Dame. What a coup this would be. No one in the history of the Atlantic Coast Conference has thrown more touchdown passes than Sam Hartman from Wake Forest. 110 in his career. He's thrown for 12,967 yards. The last two years, he has thrown 77 touchdown passes, including 38 this year, while completing 63% of his throws. He is 23 years old. He started at Wake Forest in 2018, a five-year player with one more year of eligibility, a player that possibly was going to the NFL draft, but according to the draft gurus, at best, Sam Hartman is a late round draft pick. So for Sam Hartman, a chance to play another year of college football, go to a program with college football playoff aspirations in 2023, and for Sam, a chance to go to a different system, a more pro-style system that could help him in the 2024 National Football League draft. And you look at the Irish schedule for next year, Clemson, Ohio State, USC, among other games, you better have a really, really good quarterback if you want to get through that gauntlet and go to the college football playoff. Is Sam Hartman the answer? It's hard to find better answers than Sam. Now, he's not going to come in to be the backup. If Sam Hartman picks Notre Dame, he's your starting quarterback. And I don't want to hear about change-up quarterbacks. I don't need a change-up quarterback. I've got a guy capable of throwing the football all over the lot, make all the throws. He gets the ball down the field. And you know what? When he needs to run it, he can run the football very effectively. That's why I don't need a change-up quarterback. So this is really intriguing news surrounding This fighting Irish football team, if Thamel is right, that Notre Dame is the leading candidate. Now, they're not the only candidate. I can only imagine there's a long list of suitors interested in this five-year player who has rewritten the Wake Forest passing record books and, as I mentioned, set the all-time ACC record with 110 touchdown passes. He's ran for 844 yards in his career, 17 touchdowns. But the 12,967 passing yards, 110 touchdown passes, only 41 interceptions sure do stand out. Nothing official yet, but Notre Dame obviously is in need of a transfer quarterback. Sam Hartman is in the transfer portal and I think if you're an Irish fan, you keep your fingers crossed that this becomes a marriage for 2023. So what could the Irish be getting in Sam Hartman? We're going to talk to Connor O'Neill, the publisher of DeaconsIllustrated.com, Coming up in 90 seconds on your home of the fighting Irish, Sports Radio 960 WSBT.
0: You can listen to Budweiser's Weekday Sports Beat live or on demand with our free WSBT radio app. Just search WSBT radio in the App Store and Google Play. Now, back to local sports talk on Sports Beat with your host, Darren Pritchett. Hartman right, steps up, throwing deep again, and it is for a touchdown.
1: Well, that was Sean McDonough from earlier this year on ESPN calling a Wake Forest touchdown thrown by quarterback Sam Hartman, who is officially in the transfer portal. If you believe Pete Thamel of ESPN, Notre Dame is a leading candidate to gain the services of this 23-year-old record-breaking quarterback. Joining me right now is Connor O'Neill, the publisher of Deacons Illustrated. Connor, of course, has seen a whole lot of Sam Hartman through the years. And actually, he's been a little ahead of the national media on this Sam Hartman story. And he's been kind enough to join us for a couple of moments here on WSBT Radio. Connor, a pleasure to talk to you. How are you today?
2: Doing great, Darren. Uh, Spending some time with family uh, in Maryland. And I also cover Duke. So I'm going to be able to conveniently drop down to Annapolis (laughs) and cover their bowl game tomorrow.
1: Very, very nice. Boy, Mike Elko, the former Notre Dame defensive coordinator, has done a great job at Duke this year. As a whip. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt about that. Connor, I guess from a Wake Forest perspective, was this the thought all along that probably Sam Hartman would play this year and then move on? I guess the expectation was possible the NFL, but I guess going to another school was always a possibility?
2: Yes, so – I, I, Sam finished the 2021 season and, you know, accounted for 50 touchdowns uh, as one of three ACC quarterbacks to ever do that. And his company in that category is uh, Deshaun Watson and Lamar Jackson. So he's got that. And he ended last year putting out some stuff on social media about, you know, one more year. So in the spring, I kind of got him to confirm, yeah, this, this was going to be his last season, even though he had two years of eligibility and Sam never explicitly said, I'm going to the NFL after this year. Uh, it felt like that was the plan, though. And it felt like that was the plan up until about maybe two months, a month and a half ago, when it really started to seem like, you know, he might it, he might have a chance to make more money in NIL Uh <laughs> going to a blue blood program rather than trying to scrape by on somebody's practice squad or as the third string quarterback on a, on a bad NFL team. You know, I, I don't know. Uh, he's, I don't think it's disrespectful to say he's not coming in and starting from, from day one uh, for anybody in the NFL. So, you know, this, this kind of all came into focus in the last month and a half uh, maybe, maybe only a month. And uh, it's, it's been headed this way. And so that's why it kind of wasn't as much of a shock uh, here in the last few days. It kind of trickled out.
1: Reading a couple of your articles, I'm curious to get your thoughts on what seems like a misperception about the Wake Forest offense. You have Written about Wake Forest has an unconventional slow-mesh system, but maybe people misconstrued what this offense is all about. Some believe going somewhere else might improve his draft stock. So I guess start off by clearing up, is there a problem with the Wake Forest system that is hurting Sam Hartman and the perception of NFL scouts?
2: I think the perception hurts Wake's. Players on the offensive side of the ball more than the actual system hurts their players when they come out. Um, it's it's kind of just you you hear about this slow mesh uh, RPO system that Wake runs and everybody just thinks well every play Wake runs is this slow mesh where the you know the the mesh point is usually a decision point between running back and quarterback that lasts maybe a second for normal teams. And for Wake, they elongate that, and it lasts two, three, four seconds even. It's, it's something else to watch and, and kind of uh, diagnose. But they don't run it uh, – they don't major in it. it is kind of the football terminology. They don't make it the focal point of their offense. They sometimes don't run it at all against teams. Like they – against Clemson, somebody that is going to blow them up up the middle uh, with a bunch of NFL-bound defensive tackles, they don't run it because you can't. You just you you don't have that much time. So it's it's really it, it's kind of it's become it's kind of taken on its own life, mm-hmm. uh, where people just think Wake runs this slow mesh offense. Uh, it it's it's almost become the triple option, where and and the, the wishbone, where you just think that. Pro prospects can't come out of that system, and it's not true because it's not what they do exclusively. Um, They have plenty of RPOs that look just like everybody else's RPOs, and they're they're pretty successful, too. Connor
1: O'Neill, the publisher of Deacons Illustrated, my guest, talking about – Wake Forest quarterback Sam Hartman going into the transfer portal today. Pete Thamel of ESPN speculating Notre Dame could be a leading candidate for Hartman services. So Connor, in your opinion, could Hartman use the opportunity to play in another system to enhance his pro prospects, let alone having a chance possibly to do something really good at the college level next year?
2: Yeah, I I think so. And, um, I think there is truth to the fact that the NFL side of things, they want to see Wake's quarterbacks and, and other offensive players in a different system. And, and you can say that without saying they want to see them run uh, non-slow mesh stuff. Um, you know, the, there's a prime example of that who might be one of the best running backs already in the NFL with Kenneth Walker III uh, spent two years at Wake Forest and transferred to Michigan State and ran for more yards in his one season at Michigan State than he did in the first two years at Wake and is now really, really good for the Seahawks. Uh, he thrived in the pro-style offense at Michigan State. I think Sam could kind of take on the same, and, and Sam, it's not like he toiled away with with few touches at Wake. He's the, he's the starting quarterback for the last three years and started most of the games as a freshman. So I think where this where this will get interesting is what Sam looks like in a different offense because we don't know we don't know what that looks like. Um, it's it's been the same offensive coaches at Wake Forest for all five of his years. It's not like he had to adjust to a new system. So this will be the first time in college that Sam is adjusting to a new system. But you kind of think he's prepared for that. I mean, he he came to Wake Forest and started nine games as a as a 19 year old freshman. Uh, one of those games was against Notre yeah. Dame the last time Wake yeah. and Notre Dame played. So, yeah, I, I think he's I think he's prepared for it. I think he's pretty well suited to to, to succeed in this. Um, I I'm uh, I think there's a there's a pretty good avenue for success for Sam in this route.
1: Connor, we've read the numbers on the air of Sam Hartman in his career at Wake Forest: twelve thousand nine hundred passing yards, hundred ten touchdown passes has the ability to run the football as well just throwing aside all the numbers for a moment as you've watched Sam Hartman through the years what do you believe are his strengths that should show up in any system
2: for for lack of a better term he's just a tough kid um he's he's taken some beatings uh he's you know, the I don't know how well versed uh, people are about his August medical situation, but about a week into fall camp this year, he's going through a, an off day workout and they realized that his uh, I think it was his left arm looked a little strange and they eventually find that he's suffering from a blood clot and <laughs> they have to uh, put him on blood thinners and remove they eventually had to remove his top rib and he missed one game from that and was back playing at Vanderbilt in week two. Um, He's just, uh, you know, he's, he's the, he's the kid that uh, he, the, the 2020 uh, Duke's Mayo bowl, he threw four interceptions in the second half to lose a game to Wisconsin. And he comes back the next season and, uh, that's the 50 touchdown season and leads Wake to an 11 win season and an ACC championship game appearance. Um, he's just, he's able to bounce back from a lot of things. And uh, he earned the respect of, of just about everybody in Wake's locker room. I, I have not talked, or I don't know of a single player in Wake's locker room that you know, doesn't come away from being on, on the same team with Sam Hartman with a negative experience. Um, he's, his leadership quality was just off the charts. So he was a three-year captain for them. Uh, he'll he'll bring a lot of intangibles to the table that are are going to help elevate the guys around him.
1: Connor, I know the one thing that stands out for me, and this has been a weakness of Notre Dame quarterbacks in particular this year, or drew pine, the inability to get the football down the field. Now the Irish wide receivers are not nearly as good as wake forest wide receivers in my opinion this year, but still Notre Dame has not been able to push the ball down the field. Isn't it fair to say Connor, that one of the strengths of Sam Hartman is his ability to throw the deep
2: ball. Absolutely. Um, He throws a great deep ball. It's, it's gonna. This is going to be something that's really interesting to watch. I, I think Sam was told to underthrow deep balls more often than not at wake. Hmm. Um, of course, you always want to hit your receiver in stride, but if you overthrow a ball, it gets a little harder to draw a pass interference call. But if you underthrow it and your receiver has to try to come back to the ball and gets contacted by a DB, that's more often than not going for – defensive pass interference and it's 15 yards and it's first down and i'd have to go back and watch the film but i would estimate they got about six of those calls against clemson uh in that in the game Mm -hmm. uh the shootout in winston-salem this past season so it'll be interesting to see if he's uh able to kind of cut it loose a little more uh not that not that he had reins on him it's just that that aspect of hit receivers in stride on deep balls or underthrow them um but you're right I mean that's that's one of the things that I've kind of been kicking around in my head is um uh, I I don't know how disrespectful it would be to your to your listener group to ask if Wake has better receivers than Notre Dame has um uh, A.T. Perry is is yeah. going to go to the NFL uh Donovan Green looks like he's kind of in the next spot to to jump to the NFL and then uh, Jamal Banks really came on strong this year and had I think eight or nine touchdowns. So he he's been he's had the luxury of throwing to a lot of really good receivers at Wake. Um, not that he won't have really good receivers at Notre Dame, but he's had some really good ones in the last five years.
1: Yeah, Caleb Smith from Virginia Tech is transferring in. There could be a couple of holdovers from this year's team and a really good freshman class coming in at wide receiver, but. I watched Wake Forest most of the year, Connor, and your guys' wide receivers were tremendous. Now, I'll take the Michael Mayer guy at tight from from Notre Dame, but wide receiver-wise, <laughs> hey, I'm thoroughly impressed with the connection Hartman had with his wide receivers. So let me ask one other attribute about Sam Hartman, his ability to run the football. I went back and watched a lot of highlights today of Sam Hartman and his ability to escape the pocket or even at times in a read option takeoff for long runs. I'm not sure he did it as much this year. Maybe you can comment on that. But how much of a game changer can Hartman be besides throwing the football, his ability to run it?
2: That was one of the things that, you know, they – that was the missing element of Wake's offense this season. Uh, Wake's offense was still a decent offense. Uh, I think they averaged around 37 or 38 points a game, but the quarterback run element just wasn't there. And I have not had this confirmed by anybody. Uh, it's just kind of another working theory, but mm-hmm. I I at least know in the beginning of the season, they were taking things easy with Sam because of the blood clot situation. Um, because there was a, I mean, that's a life, threatening situation and he's back playing football and he's medically cleared, but you don't want him out there running the ball 20 times a game, uh, four weeks after he was laid up having a surgery. So it, as the season went, you saw him run a little more, but I do think he was kind of capped in, in his rushing attempts. And, uh, again, that's, a, that's another thing I'm really curious to see if it changes with Notre Dame. if if they want to uh call you know 15 to 20 zone reads a game and give him free reign to to uh, pull it himself and run around the edge as many times as he wants then the thing you've got to remember about sam is he, he's an ultra competitor uh, he will do literally whatever it takes to to get his team a win and that's why you see even even this year when he wasn't running as much uh, that first game against Vanderbilt. He threw a lead block to Springer running back for a touchdown. And it wasn't just the quarterback getting in the way. It was lowering his shoulder and actually putting it into a, a hybrid safety. So he's he's a competitor. Um, that kind of leads me to think that he'll run more next season. But that's something that I just we, – we won't know until, you know, what, eight months from now.
1: Connor, let me finish with this. You mentioned the medicals and that's obviously a concern for schools looking at Sam Hartman. Are there any red flags, any negatives they have to worry about?
2: I think it's just the medicals. I think as long as you, as long as you feel good about the blood clot situation, um, it, it's important to note. I mean, that, that wasn't just something that popped up. That was uh, that stemmed from something from when Sam was in high school. So it, I don't know how extensive those checks get, uh, especially when, when you're considering transfers. I know the the I know they're super extensive when guys are going into the NFL. And this is where you could make a joke about you know comparing going to the NFL to going to Notre Dame. But yeah, I, I think as long as you as long as you clear up the medical situation uh and, and get kind of the doctors to sign off on it i don't think there are any other concerns it's certainly not any character concerns that i'm aware of so it, it sounds
1: like this is also a guy in the locker room he can be a, a really good leader
2: oh man um i i have nothing negative to say about the the way sam is um handled the locker room you know he A.T. Perry has been Wake's best receiver for the last two years, and I'm thoroughly convinced that A.T. would not be in the position that he's in right now if not for Sam kind of taking him under his wing. Uh, They both came in in 2018 as freshmen, but Sam had a lot more playing time early in his career. He felt like he was the more experienced guy, and he really took A.T. under his wing, worked with him and threw on the side with him and really developed him uh, probably – probably deserves as much credit as Wake's receivers coaches for developing A.T. because, you know, A.T. is is bound for the NFL, and if not for Sam, I don't know if that's the case.
1: Hmm. Connor, finally, your best guess is this. If, if Sam Hartman picks Notre Dame, Wake Forest is on the Irish schedule next year here at Notre Dame Stadium. Can you put in a perspective – how emotional Sam might be knowing how invested and how much of a difference maker he was at Wake Forest?
2: Yeah, that's going to be tough. Um, it's something that I, I'm skipping ahead a few steps, but I, I really would be interested in talking to Sam about that. Uh, I know it's, it's not like this is a situation where Sam, is going to leave Wake Forest and says, okay, I have to go to one of the schools that's on Wake's schedule next year because I want to play them. It's probably – honestly, if I had to guess, I would say uh, Sam would have preferred not to go to a school that's on uh, Wake's schedule just because of how awkwardly messy the situation could be. Um, he's, a, he's a mature kid, though, I think I, – I'm pretty sure he'll be 24 when he's playing next season. Uh, he's he's been able to handle a lot of things in his life uh, on the on and off the football field, so it, it'll be it'll be interesting to see. Um, I would I would wager that he's able to kind of shove that all to the side and and really focus on the game.
1: He is Connor O'Neill, the publisher of Deacons Illustrated. Joining me here on Budweiser's Weekday Sports Beat, Connor, really appreciate the analysis and some insight on this possible transfer for Notre Dame quarterback Sam Hartman from Wake Forest. Greatly appreciate you taking the time to do so, and I have a feeling we might be able to catch up with you again later on this year when the Irish and the Demon Deacons get together once again.
2: October 28th. Uh, I'll start putting away money now so I can make the trip.
1: (laughs) Sounds good. Hey, Connor, happy holidays to you and your family. Thanks for doing this, and we'll talk to you down the line.
2: Thanks, Darren. I appreciate it. Happy holidays to you, too.
1: Thank you so much. Connor O'Neill, publisher of Deacons Illustrated, covers Wake Forest athletics and knows a whole lot about. Sam Hartman, again, if you're just joining us right now, the Wake Forest Quarterback, the record-breaking quarterback, entered the transfer portal officially today. And Pete Thamel of ESPN believes the leading candidate is Notre Dame. There's probably a long list of schools going after Hartman. But right now, Notre Dame looks like one of the leading candidates. So, you take a look at some of the best quarterbacks that are in the transfer portal. A good majority of them, have found homes, but there are still some high end quarterbacks available. We'll get to that coming up in just a little bit. 5 36 is our time. Budweiser's weekday sports beat on the air until 6 30. Then it's Notre Dame basketball versus Jacksonville on Sports Radio 960, WSBT.
0: A Michiana tradition continues. Welcome to Budweiser's weekday sports beat on Sports Radio 960. WSBT. Here's your host, Darren Pritchett.
1: 540 at Sports Radio 960. WSBT on this Tuesday evening. Great to have you on board. Sportsbeat back on the air after an 11-day hiatus. We've got Notre Dame and South Carolina in the Gator Bowl. Friday at 3.30 here on WSBT, Tyler Horka from Blue and Gold Illustrated, and I will have game day sports beat powered by Michelob Ultra that day from noon until 2.30. But today we're focusing a little bit more on if, ands, and buts than the Gator Bowl. And the if, ands, and buts center around Wake Forest record-breaking quarterback Sam Hartman officially going into the transfer portal today. Pete Thamel from ESPN believes Notre Dame is a leading candidate to land Hartman for one year to be the Irish quarterback in 2023. Of course, Tyler Buckner, Steve Angeli scheduled to come back for next year. Marcus Freeman has announced that Buckner will start the game against South Carolina, and Jelly is the backup. We'll see if Hartman picks Notre Dame, if that alters the plans of those quarterbacks, with Kenny Minchie, of course, signing last week, another quarterback into the quarterback room at the University of Notre Dame. So now with Sam officially in the transfer portal, We'll see if he picks Notre Dame. NIL money, is this going to be a major factor? Our guest a moment ago, Connor O'Neill, the publisher of Deacons Illustrated, made a good point with Hartman projected as a late-round NFL draft pick at best. He can probably make a whole lot more money with NIL compared to going to the National Football League. Welcome to the brand-new world of college football. All right, 542 at WSBT.
0: This is the Budweiser's Weekday Sportsbeat Twitter Question of the Day from Sports Radio 960 WSBT.
1: So let's go back 11 days before going on vacation. I asked this Twitter question of the day on my Twitter account at 960 Sportsbeat. The previous day we had a question about the college football playoff, and I built on that question with this. Is it bad for the college football playoff if the quarterfinal round games are played in poor weather in December? If those quarterfinal games are hosted by the better-seeded teams, we could have some interesting weather. When I asked the question, I think it was cold and snowing here in South Bend, and I threw out the hypothetical, 12-seeded Florida traveling to 5th-seeded Notre Dame on a day like that. I think all of us that either are fans of Notre Dame football or cover the Irish, having an SEC team up here for a little winter wonderland would be quite enjoyable. So I ask the question to you, the football fan, is it bad for the college football playoff in the quarterfinal round to play in poor weather? You had two choices, bad weather equals bad football, or play the game wherever. 18.6% 18.6% voted for, you know what, I don't want bad football, so don't play it in bad weather. You want the weather not to be a factor. You want maybe sunshine and 75 degrees or a dome where the weather is not a factor. It's the teams hopefully showing their best on the field to decide the game. But the majority went with, the heck with that. Give me snow, sleet, cold. Those SCT teams huddled around the warmers on the sideline. 81.4% said play those quarterfinal games wherever, including at Notre Dame Stadium. And you know what? I'm with you on that. I like that. So thanks for voting 11 days ago on my Twitter account at 960 Sportsbeat. Now to... Today's question that was posted earlier this afternoon, again on my Twitter account at 960 Sportsbeat. If Notre Dame would acquire the services of Wake Forest quarterback Sam Hartman through the transfer portal, what would that news do to your thoughts about the Irish in 2023? I gave you three options. Number one, it makes them a national championship contender. Number two, Notre Dame would at least be in the hunt for one of the four playoff spots. Choice number three, hold your horses. Let's wait and see. I'd love your vote, and you can also leave a reply at 960 on Twitter. If Notre Dame acquires the services of Wake Forest quarterback Sam Hartman through the transfer portal, what would that do to your thoughts on the upcoming Irish season? They're a national championship contender, at least in the hunt for a playoff spot or, whoa horse, wait and see. You can vote for the next 20 hours or so. We'll have the results on tomorrow's program and we'll also ask a brand new question. Budweiser's weekday sports beat is being brought to you by Budweiser, the king of beers, locally distributed by United Beverage Company of South Bend. Football fans, this Bud's for you by Barnaby's of Mishawaka and Granger. Now with three locations to serve you. Their newest location on Lincoln Way in the Twin Branch area is now open for carryouts Barnaby's the Family Inn by the Food Bank of Northern Indiana. This holiday season, give the gift of hope to a hungry neighbor. Learn more at FeedIndiana.org by Midland Engineering Company beginning their second century of quality roofing experience. The Mishawaka Education Foundation granting a better future pet refuge urging you to adopt do shop for new beginnings have happy endings by south bend orthopedics team physicians for the university of notre dame since 1949 and by edward jones making sense of investing contact leo e premer in south bend or jim hibschman in mishawaka
0: Welcome to Budweiser's Weekday Sports Beat. Touchdown Chris Tyree! Yes! 98 yards! On Sports Radio 960 WSBT. Wide open touchdown motor day! Lorenzo Styles. Here's your host, Darren Pritchett. 552
1: at Sports Radio 960 WSBT we've got fighting Irish basketball at the bottom of next hour 630 pregame 7 o'clock opening tip from Purcell Pavilion the Irish in the midst of a skid having lost three in a row they'll try to bounce back as they take on the Dolphins from Jacksonville tonight and the spread for this game has been moving all over the place. The last couple of days, including moving in a negative direction from a Notre Dame perspective. I'll explain all that coming up at the start of next hour here on Sports Radio 960 WSBT. But we do have Irish basketball coming up tonight starting at 630. A full show tomorrow from 5 until 7. No show on Thursday due to bowl games here on WSBT Radio and no sports beat on Friday because Game Day Sports Beat airs from noon until 2:30 and then of course we have the Irish and the Gamecocks 3:30 right here on Sports Radio 960 WSBT
0: One question, five answers. This is the My 5 Questions of the Day on Sports Radio 960 WSBT.
1: All right, today's my five, the top five things to know about Notre Dame's bowl game opponent, the Gamecocks from South Carolina. Ladies and gentlemen, this is number five. First, a little background on this year's Gamecocks team. Shane Beamer, the head coach of South Carolina, led this program to an 8-4 and four record this year. They're members of the Southeastern Conference in the Eastern Division. And had a 500 record of the SEC going 4-4. Four four, but what a way to end their season. There is no doubt they're playing their best football going into this bowl game. They ended their season beating Tennessee 63-38. to 38, And then they won their rivalry game against the Clemson Tigers 31-30. That game with DJ at quarterback, he is now transferred to Oregon State. Four. Another thing to know about South Carolina, their opt-outs, injuries. They have a long list of players that are not going to participate in this game. Let's go with the bigger names. South Carolina's leading rusher Marshawn Lloyd has opted out. Tight ends Jaheim Bell and Austin Strogner. They're not going to play. Wide receiver Corey Rucker. All of those players into the transfer portal. Then you've got defensive lineman Zach Pickens. Same boat for him. He appeared in 47 games with South Carolina over the last four years. 131 tackles, seven and a half sacks, four passes defended. That is just a list of four players that are in the transfer portal, but they have a lot of personnel not playing in this game. That were big reasons why they beat the Volunteers by 25 and the Tigers by a digit.
0: Oh, okay, okay. Uh, number three.
1: Next up in the My Five, how about some South Carolina famous alumni? I was actually surprised by some of these names since I honestly don't have a lot of familiarity with South Carolina. It's not like the Gamecocks and the Irish have played a bunch of big games together or South Carolina has memorable matchups maybe with a Big Ten team along the way. There's just not a whole lot to go on. So doing a little research, here's what I came up with, famous South Carolina alumnus. We'll start with a lawyer. Well, it's the last name that makes him very recognizable. He passed away a few years ago, but Robert Kardashian. Yes, the dad of the Kardashian girls. He went to South Carolina, didn't know that. From the entertainment world, newscaster Lisa Gibbons went to South Carolina. If you watch Fox News on their morning show, Ainsley Earhart went to South Carolina and probably the most recognizable Gamecock alum, the former lead singer of Hootie and the Blowfish, now a country singer, solo artist Darius Rucker. How about from the sports world, famous South Carolina alumni will go with baseball. One active player worth noting, Jackie Bradley Jr., outfielder formerly of the Red Sox and the Brewers, and also Baseball Hall of Famer, I didn't know this, Wade Boggs. From the basketball world, South Carolina, alumni, former NBA coach Mike Dunleavy Sr., and, man, this guy could score back in the 80s with the Denver Nuggets. Alex English went to South Carolina. Well, there's a lot of really good football players that have played at South Carolina. We'll just mention a handful. Currently with the San Francisco 49ers, one of the more dangerous skill position players in the league right now, Debo Samuel. Indianapolis Colts defensive back, Stefan Gilmore. Also, Jadavian Clowney. And how about some of these old-time players? Deacon Jones, part of the fearsome foursome with the Rams. Former Green Bay Packers star wide receiver Sterling Sharp. The late Dan Reeves, great running back for the Dallas Cowboys. Head coach of the Denver Broncos. Led the Falcons to the Super Bowl, losing to Denver Super Bowl 33. And also with the New York Giants. Former Michigan State head coach Mark D'Antonio went to South Carolina. Didn't know that. Marion Motley, Sam Weish and George Rogers, among the other famous alumni from South Carolina. Number two. Top five things to know about the South Carolina Gamecocks. Next up, at the time of the game, South Carolina against ranked teams posted a record of 3-2 and two this year. Now, the key is... THE TEAMS THEY WERE PLAYING WERE RANKED AT THE TIME OF THE MATCHUP. FOR EXAMPLE, SOUTH CAROLINA GOT HAMMERED BY ARKANSAS, WHO ENDED UP BEING A 500 TEAM BUT RANKED AT THE TIME OF THE MEETING. IT WAS ARKANSAS 44, SOUTH CAROLINA 30, AND NUMBER ONE, GEORGIA, cruised BY THE GAMECOCKS, 48-7. THE THREE WINS AGAINST RANKED TEAMS AT THE TIME OF THE MEETING, They beat the Kentucky Wildcats 24-14. And as I mentioned earlier, knocking off Tennessee 63-38 and Clemson 31-30. Number one. And finally, the number one thing to know about South Carolina, their quarterback, Spencer Rattler. Rattler is trying to restart his career at South Carolina. You think back. So when the 2021 season began, Rattler was a preseason Heisman Trophy candidate as the starting quarterback with the Oklahoma Sooners. That year, he completed 74.9% of his throws, 11 touchdowns, five interceptions, but was benched early in the season in favor of this guy. that Had a pretty good resume coming out of high school. Caleb Williams, who is now the quarterback at USC. So you complete 74.9% of your throws. See you later, head of the bench. Rattler went to the bench, then to the transfer portal, and then to South Carolina. This year, Rattler with the Gamecocks completed 66.6% of his throws for 2,780 yards, 16 touchdown passes, 11 interceptions, six of the 16 touchdown passes in one game against Tennessee. Not much of a runner of the football. 66 carries this year for 19 yards. Keep in mind, sacks count against that total. And Rattler had three rushing touchdowns this year. Spencer Rattler, former Heisman hopeful, now will face the Fighting Irish in Friday's bowl game down in Jacksonville. And those are the top five things to know about the Irish's opponent, the Gamecocks of South Carolina. 6.02 is our time. We've got a sports update coming up next. Recapping the story of the day, Wake Forest quarterback Sam Hartman in the transfer portal. And could Notre Dame be his number one choice? We'll talk a little more football. We've got a little basketball preview. The Irish taking on Jacksonville tonight. That's coming up. Over the final 28 minutes of Sports Beat on your home of the Fighting Irish and the matchup against South Carolina on Friday, Sports Radio 960, WSBT.
0: A Michiana tradition continues. Welcome to Budweiser's Weekday Sports Beat on Sports Radio 960, WSBT. Harpin it up, it up, looking for six. Got 610
1: at Sports Radio 960. WSBT Sports Beat continues on this Tuesday evening. Notre Dame basketball at the bottom of the hour here on WSBT. Notre Dame taking on Jacksonville. Well, our top story today Wake Forest quarterback Sam Hartman after five years playing quarterback and setting all sorts of school and conference records. He has entered the transfer portal officially. And according to Pete Thamel of ESPN, as you heard in our sports update, the Notre Dame could be the place where Sam Hartman plays one more year of college football in 2023. For Sam Hartman, 59% career thrower of the football At Wake Forest, 12,967 yards, 110 touchdown passes, an ACC record with 41 picks. He has 17 rushing touchdowns. This year completed 63% of his throws, 3,701 yards, and missed the first game of the year. We'll explain why in a moment. 38 touchdown passes, 12 interceptions, and one rushing touchdown. For Sam Hartman, very interesting to do a little research on him today. You go back to before his junior season of high school, he had to have surgery to have a baseball-sized abscess removed from his esophagus. Also, just three days before playing in the state championship game as a sophomore, he had to deal with the loss of his brother. Now, at Wake Forest this year, he missed the first game of the year because he was dealing with some health issues, and you go back to earlier in the year, Sam developed a blood clot in the subclavian vein, and this condition is known as, and I'm going to butcher this, Paget schroeder syndrome, and... There was an opinion that maybe this occurred as a result of a previous infection that eventually caused inflammation. That was diagnosed on August the 9th, and a procedure was set up to remove the blood clot. To go along with that, Hartman confirmed to the media recently that he had a rib removed earlier this year. Now, he's kept the rib. He says it's in his refrigerator, and that he wants to make a necklace out of it. So Hartman does have some medical red flags, had the blood clot. Everything has been fine ever since. He missed the first game of the year, played the rest of the way, and played extremely well. But as you can see, boy, Sam has gone through some medical concerns, had to deal with the loss of his brother, and yet here he is right now, After five years at Wake Forest, setting the all-time ACC record for touchdown passes with 110, he wrapped up his Wake Forest career a few days ago in their bowl game, a win over Missouri. Hartman, right now not on the radar, or at least at the top of the list of quarterbacks the NFL, is looking at, at best, a late-round pick this year. He has a chance to play one more year of college, If he picks Notre Dame, he goes to an historic program with high expectations, a program that is actively searching for a quarterback for 2023 and a team that has high hopes that they can get back into playoff consideration. You look at the schedule, the three teams that stand out, Ohio State, Clemson, USC, I mentioned on Twitter earlier today that's a schedule you want when there are 12 teams in the playoff, not four. That is a challenging schedule, and you can say Ohio State's going to have a new quarterback and Clemson's breaking in their new quarterback. Hey, I think we respect those programs. They figure it out, and rarely do they take major steps back. So, it's now a waiting game. Will Sam Hartman pick Notre Dame? Does Notre Dame want Sam Hartman? You would have to think so. Hudson Card, was he on Notre Dame's radar, the Texas quarterback? Well, we may never know because Hudson Card has verbally committed to play his football for the Purdue Boilermakers next year, which seems like a really good fit. So Brennan Armstrong from Virginia, Grayson McCall of Coastal Carolina, Spencer Sanders, Oklahoma State. And now Sam Hartman of Wake Forest. Those are the top four quarterbacks left on the board in the transfer portal. Of course, Notre Dame's Drew Pine picked Arizona State. On3.com has ranked the top transfer quarterbacks. This was before Hartman put his name in the portal. But Drew Pine was 20th on that list. Armstrong 2, Sanders 3, McCall 4. Number 1, Devin Leary of NC State who picked the Kentucky Wildcats so that's our top story today Sam Hartman into the transfer portal and could he be eyeing a new home in South Bend 616 is our time when we come back we'll talk a little Irish basketball we've got some picks for our sports wagering segment as we wind down Budweiser's weekday sports beat on this Tuesday, as we broadcast live on 960 AM WSBT, streaming live at WSBTRadio.com, the WSBT Radio app, and live on the Twitch app.
0: This holiday season. Budweiser's Weekday Sports feed on Sports Radio 960 WSBT. Wesley, off-balance shot, no good. Atkinson, put back, it's good. That's it. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Your host, Darren Preachett. Happy St.
1: Patrick's Day, baby. All right, 620 at WSBT. We'll get to Irish basketball in a couple of moments as they take on Jacksonville. Very interesting to see the line in this game. It started out over the weekend. Notre Dame favored by only five and a half against this team that is seven and three on the season. And a team that lost to Duke 71-44. They lost to UAB 80-61. The line went up to 8.5 earlier today. And within about 30 minutes right before the show, the number went down to 8. And now Notre Dame is only favored by 7.5 points against Jacksonville. It's a Notre Dame team that has lost 3 in a row and are 2-5 and in their last seven games. I just reloaded the webpage, DraftKings Sportsbook, Notre Dame, back now to an eight-point favorite against Jacksonville. So the Irish just need a victory desperately tonight. Not a lot of time for our sports wagering segment. Let me just give you my four picks really quick here as we wrap up the show. I've been... Very hesitant since this line has been going in the wrong direction. But I'm going to take the Irish minus eight against Jacksonville in hopes they get things together. This is not a great offensive team for Jacksonville, so they should be able to defend a whole lot better tonight. I've got Wisconsin in a bowl game, minus three against Oklahoma State. From the NBA, Pacers minus two at home against the Hawks. And from the NHL, I've got the Jets on the money line against the Wild at minus 105. Budweiser's weekday sports beat for tonight. Has been brought to you by Budweiser, the King of Beers, locally distributed by United Beverage Company of South Bend. Football fans, this Bud's for you. By Barnaby's of Mishawaka and Granger, now with three locations to serve you. Their newest location on Lincoln Way in the Twin Branch area is now open for carryouts. Barnaby's, the family inn. By the Food Bank of Northern Indiana. This holiday season, give the gift of hope to a hungry neighbor. Learn more at FeedIndiana.org. Midland Engineering Company, beginning their second century of quality roofing experience the mishawaka education foundation granting a better future pet refuge urging you to adopt don't shop or new beginnings have happy endings south bend orthopedics team physicians for the university of notre dame since 1949 and by edward jones making sense of investing contact leo e premer in south bend or jim hibschman in mishawaka We push back our Notre Dame football recruiting segment until tomorrow. Mike Singer from Blue and Gold Illustrated will join me tomorrow during the 6 o'clock hour. We'll do a little bit of a one-week-past recap of National Signing Day, a day in which Peyton Bowen, in 24 hours, flipped from Notre Dame to Oregon to oklahoma so that's on tap for tomorrow folks have a great evening fighting irish basketball comes your way next on your home of the fighting irish sports radio 960 wsbt
0: are you a business owner worried about the safety of your sensitive data look no further than midwest data depot your local off-site backup storage solution contact us today visit midwestdatadepot.com